Hey, hey. Howdy, howdy, howdy. How's everybody doing today? My name is Josh. My name is Logan. And we're coming to you from J.R. Heller Real Estate and Mortgage. And today we're going to talk about the different types of agency, prospecting, fiduciary duties, all that good stuff. All right, sounds good. Let's get into it, Logan. You start us off. Um, yeah, so I mean, I guess we'll start with prospecting, um, acquiring new clients, that's new, a, new business. That's always we'll where you're starting. Kind of move into what it looks like once they are clients and not customers, and then when they are clients, what you know duties you have as the professional. Um, prospecting, I mean, different different kinds of prospecting with buyers and sellers, you know, more effective prospecting with sellers, probably gonna be going direct to the seller, not buying lead lists. You know, you wanna build the relationship with those sellers. Um, everybody always harps on SOI, sphere of influence. Um, that's a good one, definitely a great one. You wanna get the people that you know best wanting to work with you. Um, I always, you know, reach out to friends, family, when start new ventures, and especially when you get into the real estate business, you want to make sure that they know you're the man for the job or a woman for the job. Everybody should know that that's what you do, right? That you want yep. them to think about you and think about real estate. Yep. Yeah, I always uh, harp to my guys and girls, you know, hey, when they're sitting at Thanksgiving dinner with their family, and somebody's talking about, you know, some second cousin that they see once a year or once every other year. Hey, yeah, I'm thinking about selling my house. Oh, you want to call Josh. He's the man. Josh yeah, yeah, is the yeah. best person for the job. You know, he'll go above and beyond for you. Yep. Um, you know, you, you need to have people selling on your behalf. Yep. Um, you know, and, and building that reputation around yourself is, you know, it's, it takes time. But that's going to be the best way for you to get referral business and have, you know, just that business just coming in your door. And I'll tell you with uh, the sphere of influence thing, it can be hard in the beginning because people don't necessarily trust that you know yep. what you're doing, especially if they've known you their entire lives and they saw you when growing up and they're like, yep. that's the party animal from that was doing the beer bong. Like, yeah, what's yeah, he yeah. know about selling real estate? And they see you as that little kid still instead of the grown adult that you may or may not be. And so a lot of times it's, it's, it's hard with friends and family when you first get into the business because they don't necessarily believe in your abilities and why should they because they haven't yeah. seen a track record of you so 100%. sometimes you gotta you gotta sling it out and you know get every deal you can and hit a home run and just do great customer service and that's where you start to build that referral base of people that if you create raving fans yeah. they'll, they'll they'll speak highly about your brand right yeah, 100 percent. and the biggest thing like you want to get as much organic business as you can which comes from those referrals word of mouth um, a lot of stuff you know this is going to be a whole different channel but social media now and like Google reviews things like that Facebook reviews when you're getting reviews and people speaking on your business people see that yep. you know what what do you do when you're looking for a handyman or a you know a, a cable guy you know you're, you're hitting Google, Google baby you're, you're Google. Like, hey, you know I need a plumber near me and then you're looking at the different reviews and you know who's the most reputable so the, the more that you can get organically from that yep. the, the better off your business is going to be and the more reoccurring revenue you're going to have from past clients and you know right um, referrals so right um, an another Avenue which is our personal favorite especially with sellers is going to be pay-per-click um, you know you want to basically pay to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, you know, when it comes to lead generation and prospecting, I always think of it as like turning over rocks, right? Like let's say you're looking, you're looking for bugs out in, uh, in 
Lorelai loves this. My daughter loves this. She goes out in the backyard and she says, Daddy, let's go look for bugs. And she is flipping over rocks. What happens? She doesn't find anything. What does she do? She goes to the next one, goes to the next one, goes to the next one. And that's a lot um, similar to prospecting is you have to have a ton of lead gen. You have to have a ton of incoming rocks to flip over. And then you're constantly working through and flipping them over and seeing where you can add value to somebody and get a deal done. Right. 100%. And you're going to strike out, I mean, nine times out of 10, literally, yep. <laughs> you know, if not 99 out of a hundred sometimes, yep. you know? Yep. Um, so you, you, the more influx you have, the more output you'll have. And a good business owner knows his numbers. You know, and this conversions. 100%. And this, this is a very, very big point that I want to drive home because I think a lot of people quit before they even get started because they get discouraged because they might have a different idea of what it looks like in their head. And so you wanna prepare yourself before you sit down and start buying leads and doing lead gen like that on a massive scale. Be prepared for quote unquote failure, but it's not failure, it's one step closer to a deal, right? And it's the only way to go through it. And so there's there's two things in that. It's actually better for you to have volume and strike out because every time you do that, you should be learning something, right? You should be learning how to talk to the the other person on the phone, should be able to learn tonality within yourself, listen to other people's cues, ask the right questions, right? 100%. And so it's, it's, it's a huge thing. And don't get discouraged. Keep the reps up. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it, it might have been Bradley or, uh, you know, one of the guys that I follow on TikTok, mm-hmm. one of these big gurus who, you know, multi-million dollar um, earner. Um, yep. he, he was saying, if I told you you were 50 no's away from a million dollars. Right. Would how, you keep how going? How aggressive are you going exactly. to get those no's? And that's know, people like, get discouraged <laughs> because they it, it's like an iceberg, right? They only see the tip and they're not seeing all the 80% that's below the surface. That's the next call away or the next yep. two calls away. And, exactly. That's how I keep myself driven on when right. I'm cold calling because it definitely yeah. it burns you out. I yeah. mean, there there are days I've spent six hours cold calling yeah. straight and yeah. got zero results. It's got to be a sport, man. It's <laughs> yeah. it's a sport. You got to look at it as a as a game or a sport. Yeah. Like yep. you like, and that's why you know. And I want to do this a little bit better. We have it in our CRM, but I want to pop it up on all these boards. Number of calls per the day. Yeah. Number of contacts. Yeah. Number of loan apps out. Number of pre-approves today. Be you know. Why are you only tracking your business on a month or quarter or yearly basis? You you should be tracking minute by minute. You 100%. should the 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 actions that lead to the goal that you're trying to achieve, right? Because yep. without those, you're never going to hit the goal. You gotta ha- you gotta have a game plan. Yeah. And you gotta know your numbers, that's, that's like you spoke of. A lot of the uh, the big guys in right. our, our space are doing. So yep. you know that's what we used to do when we were wholesaling full yeah, time. But exactly. now because we switch systems, we yeah. get it set up. We're a little behind the eight ball with like you know because of the CRM and stuff. The CRM is amazing. Love it, and it's got. A a lot of that back-end tracking but yep. you know we use plecto which is the ones that kind of like show on the screen for conversion stuff we got to plug yeah, those minute in by minute, yeah. yeah we got to plug those in so I, that's actually one of the things that I'm, i want to work on this week so yeah but yeah so yeah i mean ppc we love google ads um facebook ads work too i think facebook ads are going to be more geared towards potentially buyers um we haven't had much luck with sellers there the the volume is there the volume is there the quality yeah. is not yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's a bunch of different avenues. Again, social media, just creating content like we are today. Mm-hmm. We're getting our name out there. We're building a brand around ourselves. And now the people that you're that are watching us, they're going to be like, hey, these guys know what they're talking about. They seem like nice guys. Right. I want to develop a relationship with them so that way we can work together on a long-term basis. And another important thing when it comes to lead gen for the pay-per-click stuff is you, the CRM is very critical because if you're doing it right, you should be getting a ton, a ton of leads in. And it, if you're a one-man team, 
even if you have multiple people, it's very hard to keep up with everybody in the system. Yep. And this is where a CRM with a good like drip campaign that does automated voicemail drops for you, automated text messages, automated emails, that you're you're basically sending a bunch out there and you're seeing who's responding back. And yeah. then you get to spend your time focusing on the people that are actually responding back to you that have interest, right? By no means should you be relying on that completely and saying, okay, I'm not gonna make a phone call, I'm just gonna let the system do its thing because it's not the same at all. As reaching out yourself. <laughs> not, not even close, right? Um, but it's, it is important to make sure that you're staying in front of these people as much as possible. And it becomes very, very difficult when you have a thousand leads in your CRM, right? hundred percent. And it's staying on top of the second they come in, yes. the way that ours is set up, you know, you want to hit them immediately and you know, cause a lot of cools and you don't want to miss yep. on any opportunities. If yep. they're filling out a web form, especially on the PPC stuff, they're filling a web form for you. They're doing it for everybody else. Correct. They're, they're hitting up all your competitors yep. of, Hey, well, you know, who's going to work with me? Number one, the quickest, right. number one or number two, I like them then as well yep. and the number three price if it comes to like the seller they're like okay well if you're gonna buy my house what are you buying it for well and yeah speed elite is critical and there's a bunch of sales uh statistics that show that majority of consumers use the first person that reaches out not necessarily the best product not yeah. not the best service but the first person Efficiency. and it's an overwhelming rate it's something like 80 20 like 80 yeah. percent of all consumers just go with the first person yeah right? efficiency is key yeah so. yeah yeah yes and so yeah it's it's um it's speed to lead it's staying in front of the lead it's staying you know relevant to them making sure that you're providing value with your follow-ups you don't want to necessarily be be pushy or be salesy or you know give no value right yeah. you want to make sure that the conversations are leading down the field right yep. not reverse <laughs> yeah and, and it just comes down to building that trust too yep. you know not only just providing value from a, the professional standpoint but then also building trust in the relationship of like hey this guy had my best interest yes. guy or girl has yep. my best interest and you know i trust them to you know handle my money moving forward right. on, on a purchase and or you know hey i want to move forward with selling or yep. um, listing my house with them yep Yep. And then so what that looks like on the mortgage side, very similar. We we actually, obviously, we use the same leads, right? So we do lead gen for buyer leads for mortgage and for our agents. And you're basically, you know, reaching out. You want to give value, right? Do you have any questions? You know, what are you trying to achieve? You want to be asking the right questions in this, this lead gen because well, it's what's not... What's your timeline? Exactly, you know? <laughs> right? What's your timeline, right? Uh, what is it you're looking for as far as location and property-wise and all of that good stuff, right? Um, because, I, and I use the analogy of a doctor, when you're sitting in a sales position, you're offering a service or a product to a consumer that has an ailment, right? They have a need for whatever it is you're offering. And so the only way to fit them with the right product or to understand what you need to provide them is by asking them questions, right? Yep. And so how are you going to get to the medical di diagnosis or what they need to do if you're not flushing out what their issue is, what their problem is. Yep, 100%. And, and so when you're making these calls, just think of it like that. Think of it as you're a service provider, you're a doctor, you're you're looking to cure their ailment and you need to ask the right questions to be able to do that. Yeah. And if you come at that at a standpoint of that, the person on the other end of the phone hears that and feels that and they know you're not just a salesperson who's just trying to make a quick dollar and they're and you're gonna run away, right? They yep. they feel that you you are providing them with value. And that's the most important part. 
Well, and any good salesperson knows you got to ask the right questions, you know, so you can qualify the lead. Yeah, you, you're pinpointing exactly. OK, well, you want to buy a house. Right. How's credit? You know, right. before, before we do a pool, you know, yep. have you been paying your bills? Yep. And then, oh, OK, well, I can get you to a credit repair specialist. And right. then you're providing the value, you're yep. building the trust. Yep. They get their credit up and then you go and help them purchase a home. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, yep. And you want to you want to talk to as many people as you possibly can, because that's how it leads to as many deals as, as you yep. can possibly get. Yep. And then when you do those deals, you want to make sure that you're showing those those past clients love on a continual basis, because that's how you get referrals and repeat business. And that's how you ultimately grow a business long term. Right. Yes. You're never, ever going to stop the lead gen. You're never, ever going to. If anything, you're going to ramp and dial that up. Correct. But you don't ever want to forget about your past clients because that's where you're going to get, if, if you do it right, you'll get a ton, a ton of business and a ton of raving fans from that. Exactly. Yeah. The reoccurring revenue, the organic business, that's where it's at. Massive, massive. I think, um, next segment is going to be on agency, fiduciary duty and things like that. Yep. But we're going to end this video for now and then we'll, uh, get with you guys here shortly. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks.